Happy holidays, everybody! It's the uh, Hit the Light Podcast Year End Spectacular. Woohoo! On Dasher, on Dancer, on Vixen, on Comedan, Cupidan, on Blitzen. Welcome to the very last episode of the Hit the Light Podcast with me, Big Frog. And me, Mike Castleberry. And it's, well, that's true in a sense. It's true, but it's not. Okay, so uh, for the three people that we're paying that are paying attention to right. us right now and give a shit, uh, we're not going to be ending our podcasts. Um, we kind of came to the conclusion, we've been kicking this around for a little while, I think, mm-hmm. that... Um, uh, the Hit the Light podcast. It was kind. Of, it was a wordplay thing on the fact that we're comedians. Mm-hmm. It's a Metallica song, and when you're a comedian, when it's you got two minutes to go or whatever, you get the light. Right. So we're trying to be cute about it, yeah. but I don't think fucking anybody got it. Right. And, and then, then it's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah. are we supposed to like take naps? Like right. so. And then also too, it's like you know. Kind of, if the if the target audience is a heavy metal audience, it probably ought to say something about heavy metal yeah. in the title, maybe, or something. So, bottom line, we're fucking around with a rebrand. Starting next year. Starting at the, yeah. So, uh, we'll see you next year with that, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've, we've pretty much narrowed it down. Uh, we're not going to say for certain, I guess, on this episode, because we might change our minds. But we pretty much have... Yeah, uh, a title in mind. Yeah, uh, you guys will find it out. Find out about it when we when we do our gender it. reveal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fucking cut a cake, and then a metalhead <laughs> yeah. will come out, and yeah. it'll then tell us the name of the podcast. It's great. Did you see the one with the fart? The gender reveal. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy chick. That has yeah. to be. Who would I think just I have a like thing that? about like. I mean, I know chicks do it. I mean, mine does. Everybody's does. I still right. don't want to see like a chick fart. Right. You know, yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, 
especially one of those things. Especially because she's like blowing dust with her mm-hmm. ass when it was. It just kind of skeeved right. me out a little bit. I'm like, Ugh. And it was like, who blew that dust up there? Yeah, you know, like somebody had to pack her anus yeah, with exactly. blue dust. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Just a lot of I don't know, man. Using that's uh, was a condom full of blue dust yeah. and ruptured. I don't know. I didn't fucking ask. It's like the. <laughs> I don't know if it's like the poison mist and wrestling or something just, like that, man. But, uh, All right, so um, so a couple of things uh, going on with the uh, with live music, where uh, the kiss is coming back around. Yeah, with the David Lee Roth band this time, or David Lee Roth. Yeah, and the painter, and and the painter guy. So you get the best of both. Garibaldi, worlds. yeah, yeah. And, I uh, mean, I was. Super worried I wasn't going to get more arts and craft time. Yeah. David, what's his Totally. Name? I can't wait for the controversy when he paints fucking Van Halen's guitar. Yeah. On the fucking right Dave before fucking Dave comes out. out. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you, man. Skilly bop. But, I mean, Dave, I think this is a calculated play. I'm yeah. glad that they're bringing, like, if Dave is, like, hyping his band correctly it's right. gonna be like a killer live band right i'm sure it's gonna be one of them everybody sings backing vocals oh bands. yeah for sure if he really wants to stick it to fucking van halen just see if mike anthony will tour with them. you know that would be something but i think paul stanley's over here going like oh you want to talk shit about my vocals yeah talk yeah. shit now yeah here's no shit david lee roth sing talking right <laughs> Right, and then the other uh, talk shit about my vocals tour will be the Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison tour, right? Which, you know, Roy wanted to go. Well, Roy's going. Yeah. Uh, I was in charge of the tickets, of getting the tickets and shit, and basically... It was another one of those deals where you could only get it through Ticketmaster. Mm. You couldn't go to Petco. And bottom line, the t- the tickets that Roy got, the fees added up to thirty nine fifty. Yeah, the fees. Now I pay thirty nine fifty to see those bands. Yeah, and that would be pretty much it. Not, <laughs> you know, that's about yeah plus plus fifty bucks or whatever it was. But so yeah, I, man, I don't know. I I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm more, there's that morbid curiosity of, um, how shitty Motley Crue would be. Right. I feel like Poison, their live show is probably Not fine. dissimilar to how yeah. it was, yeah. Because Brett Michaels, like, balding, you know. Yeah. He still looks like Brett Michaels. Yeah. And sounds like Brett Michaels. Right. And, like, yeah, the rest, they're He's not, like. decent shape. They're not, yeah. like, teased up hair dudes. Like, they look. They still look like rockers, but they all still look in relatively yeah. decent shape. It's yeah. not like Motley Crue where Vince Neil is just a big fat fuck that can't sing anymore. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, I've seen Def Leppard semi-recently, and they put on a good show, but I'm not a fan of Def Leppard. Right. The one that I would be most likely want to see is actually Joan Jett. I've seen Joan a couple of times lately, so that's, you know. And yeah. you know, she's going to be the one opening. Yeah. Just, she's like... She's in the Hall of Fame, ain't she? Uh, she should be if she's not. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, man. Well, you know the the reason that I really wanted to go was because I like those kind of concerts with Roy and shit. Yeah. They're fun. 
you know, and it's going to be an event kind of like Metallica where you see a bunch of people there that you know and you're yeah. just like, oh shit, oh shit, you know, there's right that guy, on. there's that guy. Yeah, so that's, that shit's fun. And you you know. get to see some floppy old titties. When yeah, hell there. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, you know, all that's that, the but... best part about them shows is like my brother said when we went to see Kiss uh, in Chula the last time they played there, he's just walking through as we're all going up. He's looking at all the raggedy ass rocker chicks yeah. there and he's like ah crummy old skanks oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah i mean yeah that's... like back in the days and their daughters that might look all right but yeah there's some there's yeah. some ragged broads that show oh, up yeah. for those, oh, yeah. <laughs> those shows man and they're still dressed like they did in the 80s for and then... sure for sure. I mean, I don't want to body shame, I guess, but I just talked about floppy titties and yeah. everything. So I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Good thing we're changing our name because yeah. we're canceled. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, and so we saw Ace. Yeah, speaking of live shows. Right, which was awesome. I thought it was great. Oh, fuck, yeah. That you know? was, you know, I took my brother along with us for that one. And um, he's a huge Kiss fan, huge Ace fan. He laughed going like he he laughed hoping like Ace comes back soon like yeah he flat out was like okay yeah it doesn't have all the pyro and blah 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 he's like but straight up musically that was better than the seeing the kiss the last couple right. of times yeah yeah because he's got a fucking band full of killers right he's got a bunch of dudes that can sing in the band yep. Three guitars um, on stage. Yeah. Yeah. So every song, it just has that fat sound. Yeah. It's fucking... Ace, honestly, when you watch it, he's not doing a whole lot. Right. He was, he'd strum and then throw he'd like throw, eight picks. Throw a pick, yeah. But he's singing the songs that he sings. Right. And he's playing the solos. Yeah, his voice know. held up. Yeah. It was never a great voice, but he sounds like he, he sounds did like in the Ace. 70s. Yeah. Yeah. So... Overall, that was a very that was a lot more fun of a show than I expected. Yeah, and I expected it to be fun. Yeah, you had a good spot right by the side of the stage. That was awesome. I, yeah, I, I can't do that at Kiss. I can't. Yeah. sit on can't the stage lean on the stage. Yeah, for real. When my my knee hurts, <laughs> my old yeah. ass that fucking pissed me off. It, it, that was the thing. Everybody thinks like, oh yeah, Mike's got a bad hip and da, 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 and that's mm -hmm. why I had to sit all the time. No, it was because I was waiting in line. And my left knee tweaked and popped while Ooh. I was waiting in line. Ooh. So before I was even standing, because it was one of those shows where it's pretty much standing only. Right. I couldn't put weight on my left knee for extended periods Ooh. of time because of that. So I had yeah. to find a spot to sit. Yeah. And my options were on the stage, which was cool. Right. Or next to that fat guy on one of the benches that was sleeping. Right. <laughs> and yeah. that was less cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I got in there before him... I am now trapped by... He was real fucking fat. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He wasn't going nowhere fast. Yeah, but yeah. he was a roadblock. But, I mean, the opening bands are fun. Right. Um, like it? Did you like it? It was It all was right. interesting. It was... Okay. Yeah. Like it, I was not stoked at all when I listened to, like, a couple of their recordings. When right. I took long enough just to find it. Like right, I said, right, it's right. like, you, you know, when naming a band, you really got to factor how easy it is to google your fucking band exactly nowadays. yeah but when i found it and i was listening to it i was like i don't like this right 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 i was like this sounds like it sucks yeah i still don't think they should have been like the feature act right but seeing it live it's a little bit different because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then it's like everybody like you got it that's the thing like with your live band albums live videos episode yeah. 
you got to see them live before you make that final call. Exactly. Yeah. And the sound, the song sounded cooler when you see them live, and you kind of see the mannerisms of the singer. Right. So you realize when you listen to them, I'm like, this is fucking weird. But right. then when you watch them, you see what it's about. It's kind of yeah. this like sleaze bag, exactly. rocker, lead and, singer and thing. That's what it is. And it was kind of like a a Bon Scott thing, but like not as cool. Yeah. But you could tell he was inspired. Right. He had that sleazy energy. Yeah. Which really came out when he like sing sexually suggestive lyrics and then point at a fourteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In totally. the fucking that audience, right in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, this. That I'm watching funny. a child get sexually harassed. And his dad <laughs> seems <laughs> fine with it. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, the you know the uh, one thing that made it made more sense to me when I found out that the the guitar player's Ace's boy, you know, yeah, his, well, like his assistant and all that. That's fuck. That's the one thing I don't like about all these old fuck rockers now. Yeah, it's it's always like the opening band is like their kids' band, yeah, or something, or yeah. their grandson's band. <laughs> yeah, in nowadays. some cases, or, well, yeah, or their fucking personal assistance band yeah, it's, it's that like, dynasty shit they want to keep yeah, it going you know they got yeah and it's funny because like what do you you found that out and i started looking up that guy yeah was it uh john astronomy or yeah, yeah yeah like something that. like that yeah but it's spelled funny yeah yeah yeah. it's spelled with an o because his last name is some greek ass sounding thing right so it's an o. And, like, you see how he dresses now is he looks like a gay motorcycle cop or something. Right, right, right. But his old look, he was just a fucking knockoff Ace Freely. Right. Like, yeah. you could 100% tell this guy wanted to be the new Space Ace. Right, totally. So, by having the name Astronomy, Astronomy, he was yeah. doing the space thing. Mm-hmm. So, his outfits looked like they could be, like, a later era Ace thing if he had stayed with kids. Totally. Like, he had face paint. Yeah. And then he ends up working for Ace. So. Yeah, yeah. Not but an accident, probably. They were cool. Yeah. Uh, they're cool enough. At least their sound was yeah was good. It sounded good. The guys before that were I can't even remember the our names. local shredders. Yeah, you know, that, it was just you that know. shred band that was all all instrumentals. I can't remember yeah. the name of the there's, guy anymore. Well, there's RBG. I don't know if they played that night. Uh, the the. Uh, Ellis Ellis Band. I can't remember the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that dude. That was the first opening act. Yeah. I so, would have preferred to see that guy go up right before Ace. Yeah, that would have been cool. And have his fucking sound, because his sound was great. Yeah. His guitar, he, the dude fucking shreds. Yeah. But um, you couldn't hear his vocals. Right, right, And right. I was like, oh shit, if, if it's going to be like this the whole night, this is going to suck. Yeah. And he did not win me over at first, because you got there a little late. Right. He opened with this whack ass rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. Oh Lord! That sounded out of tune. And yeah. Da, da, da. And me and my brother looked each other at each other like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and then he kicked into like his actual songs. Right. And it was good as fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, "Why did you start like that?" Yeah. Like no shit. Jesus, it was a, it was terrible no at first. Shit. And I'm like, "This is bullshit." They, this is the fucking local like. Super Shredder in San Diego? Yeah. This guy fucking blows, yeah. dude. Like, what is... Fucking Frog could fucking kick this guy's <laughs> yeah, ass yeah. at guitar. Then after I watched it, I'm like, I don't... Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, no. <laughs> no not at all. Um, but was, now, was that guy in the scene when you're... Uh, you know, no, no, not here. Yeah. He, he might have been from somewhere else and then and just ended up here later on, you know? But yeah, yeah no, I didn't know him Because he looked like days. he was at least your yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, at least. But... Um, 
You know, I was happy, man, with a, with a couple of things. First of all, I was happy that that a lot of people showed up. Yeah. You know, because I've been like at where at the brick by brick and other spots where I'm like kind of embarrassed for the for the dude, embarrassed for San Diego that we don't have like a hundred Graham Bonnet fans or fucking, you know, Joe Linter or whoever. You know, and and, and and watching the show and digging it and thinking, well, these fools ain't fucking coming back here, so I better yeah, fucking enjoy it. Yeah, I better it. have a really you know? good time. So I was happy that um, that it was a packed house and that the crowd was kind of young. Some of the, they had some youngsters that uh, uh, mixed in. Yeah. Like the dude with the, uh, with the shoulder, ace shoulder piece. Yeah. Was young. That girl with that face paint. She yeah. Was young. Well, she's there with her dad. Yeah, there with her dad, but still, you know. Um, that's a lucky kid because he was talking about how he takes his that's his like bonding time with his daughter oh yeah is he t- he takes her to rock shows right so yeah so he's got this like 13 14 year old kid that she just goes and sees ace just freely see all these and all this other shit with shit. Them. yeah yeah she got her record signed yeah she's been holding that damn thing almost the whole show her ace freely yeah it's vinyl. funny because i have that record at my house now i went and got it from yeah. From Roy's, and I'm just gonna put it up on the wall. Yeah, well, but, you could have gotten it signed if you uh, looked. For yeah, that you know, I but got a pick. That's cool. I was worried that he wasn't gonna sign shit, but she was holding her record up. Yeah. He grabbed it and signed it for her. And yeah, everybody got a pick but me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just got lucky to get one because I wasn't like really trying to get yeah. one, but I yeah, saw it to. bounce and it and it just landed by my foot. Yeah. So I was just this like, dude yeah, threw I out this. like 500 picks. Oh yeah, easily. Easily. She was Oprah. You get yeah. a pick, and you get a pick. Yeah, the one, pick, the one I got wasn't even bruised. Yeah, you know. So yeah, and now it is because I'm I fucked fuck that uh like putting them it? away. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm trying to get some space space dust off that motherfucker. Oh man, I need that. <laughs> if I I I think it got lost in the move, but maybe I'll toss you my uh my Phil Campbell. Yeah, oh, hell if yeah. I find it. But. Hell yeah. Maybe this shit will get me sparked just from touching it. <laughs> get, the, <laughs> get, you, get that extra energy, huh? Yeah. So, that would be a good dude to put in a fantasy band. Phil Campbell would be a good dude. Oh. Oh, how, what a convenient it, uh, lead-in. Yeah. And so, uh, so, yeah. So, we had the idea to, uh, to put together some bands that we would either love to see have have been together or even for me mm. some that i just think are funny or that i really wouldn't want to see but some other people would probably think it was awesome and uh yeah so uh i don't know i got like five or six how many you got i uh so what i did if you have more than you can go first i actually don't have as many okay i what i did is i did three real ones and three three joke ones right so I'll probably that's, trade off my joke ones and my real runs. or. So that's still one more than me. So go ahead and go first. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with my first one, my first real one, and I'll do my joke one after after do your first one. Okay. So I figure this part, this part of our podcast is going to go by pretty quick because we're just having fun and naming names. Right. And I'll, I'll tell you my band, mem- my band members, and I'll let you try to guess. Guess what the name what is? What the name is. Okay. And I'll tell you if you're close, and then I'll reveal it. All right. So on rhythm, guitar, and vocals, I have James Hetfield. Okay. Lead guitar, Marty Friedman. 
Oh, shit. Drums, Dave Lombardo. Oh, shit. Bass, Cliff Burton. All right. And an extra third guitar, Dave Mustaine. Oh, wow. I would call that... Uh... The big four minus one. <laughs> Close. Your okay. math is off. That's the big five. Oh, okay. Okay. Big five. So, big five. So it big has four the same plus logo one. as yeah. the store. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just thought like who who would be like the coolest dudes. Right. Like just the baddest Best trash band probably, yeah, of all time. From, yeah. <laughs> now, tech, I mean, I know. James isn't like the greatest vocalist out of all the right. members. If you really look at it, nobody's like a great vocalist in right, that crash, yeah. And but, you could actually have him switch off if you wanted to. Yeah. Like for a couple of songs, you know, it'd be, be my mistake might be better. Yeah. But James is he's the fucking star. Mm-hmm. And he's got the stage presence. He's got yeah. a good enough singing voice. So that's my that's my first fantasy van, the Big Five: James right. Hetfield, Marty Freeman, Dave Lombardo, Cliff Burton, Dave Mustaine. All right, now, okay, my first one. Uh, some of them have worked together, some of them haven't. Mm-hmm. But and and for these, I'm just having everybody at like whatever their average strength is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not like whatever. Um, and so on vocals, I got Rob Halford. Okay. On guitar, Tony Iommi. Okay. No, there's no other guitarist because Iommi never plays with anyone else. Yeah. So uh, on bass, I got Bob Daisley. And on drums, I got Cozy Powell. Okay. You want to guess the name? Uh, let's see. We got Halford, Cozy, Daisley. Black Priest, I don't know. Black Priest. (laughs) I'm calling it Birmingham. Okay, that's sick. Because, I I mean, I think the the name's so associated with heavy metal anyways that it it would go good. Birmingham, all right. I like Birmingham. I want to see Birmingham. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right, here's my first joke band. All right. (laughs) On drums, Lars Ulrich. All right. On lead guitar, Kirk Hammett. On okay. bass, Scott Ian. This isn't too bad of a joke. And okay. then uh, on vocals, Tom Araya. Okay. On, uh, Damn. That, I'm calling those the other ones. The other ones. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. As opposed to the big five. All right. So, you know what? Since it's, since you did it that way, too, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with my first joke one. And uh, it's basically, uh, it's uh, on guitar, Michael Schenker. Okay. On vocals, Paul Diano. Okay. On rhythm guitar, Pete Willis. Okay. On drums, Steven Adler. And on bass, Pete Way. Okay. And the band is called The Fuck Ups. Yeah. (laughs) You told me about them before. Yeah. And since the band is fuck ups, you might need like somebody to back up a couple of spots. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna put Dave Mustaine in there okay. as as a backup guitarist slash vocalist. All right. In case Diano or one of the guitarists fucking falls out. So that's the fuck ups, ladies and All gentlemen. Right. 
So here's my equivalent of that. I'm gonna go into another jokey one. All right. Uh, bass and vocals, Lemmy. Okay. Drums, Steven Adler. Okay. And lead guitar, Michael Schenker. Okay. Calling them overdose. Overdose, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could also be called the Rainbow Club. But yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that would still be a pretty sick band oh, to yeah, see be a live. Sick band. But they're all, well, one of them's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And two, you know, yeah. two of them aren't far from it. Right. But. Yeah. And probably have been pronounced dead at one yeah. point or another. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So then my other jokey joke band is. Um, is uh, kind of a heavy rock blues band. And we've got Steven Tyler on vocals, Keith Richards on guitar, Glenn Hughes on bass, Jimmy Page on the other guitar, hmm. Keith Moon on drums, and it's called the Who Gives a Fuck. Because <laughs> I can't stand any of those motherfuckers. Right. But I mean... Like, but first, I mean, imagine if that was... I didn't know you don't was, like Steven Tyler. Well, yeah, I mean, not... He's, yeah, no, he's not my cup of tea. He's all, he's all right. He's a good performer. Yeah. You know, it, it, he seems like a funny guy. But uh, but really, though, if that band was, was to get together, that would be a fucking multi-million dollar band. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be... That huge. shit would sell out of stadium. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if... I don't think they'll be too fucking hurt that I'm talking shit about them. <laughs> because, I mean, obviously they're all great, but it's just it's not my shit. All right, so I got one more kind of jokey one. We're blowing through these pretty quick. I knew this segment was probably going to be quicker than I thought. Yeah. Because we got some other, we got our albums we want to talk about too. And then, right. Uh, so uh, here's here's a fun one. On bass, Les Claypool. Oh, shit. On guitar, on guitar number one, Tom Morello. Okay. On guitar number two, Buckethead. Oh, wow. On drums, Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, because okay. he's in every super group now. Right. And then on vocals, Axl Rose. Oh, wow. And I'm just calling that shit Wild Card. Wild Card. <laughs> just that a is bunch a fucking of fucking weirdos. <laughs> Hell and yeah. And Chad Smith. Hell yeah. I do not get... Okay, that's the thing. Chad Smith is on a lot of shit now. Mm-hmm. And he's a good drummer, but he's never been like a wow drummer for yeah. me. But he keeps like, he's in chicken foot. Right. And you know, he must be a cool guy. I Where guess. people just want to work with them. And they all fucking think like, well, drummer's a fucking drummer anyways. And this guy's cool. <laughs> so right. we'll probably have him. Yeah. Uh, and he's probably good at, uh, at uh, juggling his schedule because he's already been doing that shit. But, um. Yeah. You know, the Chili Peppers got, um, what's his face back? Fucking oh, yeah, Frusante. Yeah. John Frusante. Yeah. That he's pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. He's good and he's crazy. So, like, he's probably coming back with, like, a boatload of material. Oh, yeah. Ready, you know. Fucking, they're just like, yeah, fuck yeah. We said no. Their most productive period was when he came back sober. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because mm -hmm. he was, he played on their, their biggest hit album in the 90s. Right. After their original guitarist died, right, and then he fucking had like a meltdown because yeah. like the stress of being in a huge band plus being a huge heroin addict, yeah, he and bounced. he's mental, yeah, yeah. He bounced, and then they had like one other album in the '90s that was pretty forgettable with uh, uh, Dave uh, Navarro, yeah. 
and should have never been in the band really yeah. it didn't fit and then he came yeah and then Frusciante came back in 99 and they had like a string of like really mm-hmm. successful hit records and then he left again yeah so yeah just, I, I'll give it a listen actually yeah oh yeah I will too I will too all right so for my next for my series well you know what actually I have one since we have time let's go to slow segment I had an idea, but I never wrote it down. Uh-huh. And it was like going to be all the dudes who like almost got the Aussie gig. <laughs> you know, like yeah. with George Lynch is in it. Obviously, Dana Strum's in it. Yeah. Frankie Benali's in it. Uh, you know, uh, who yeah. uh, another guitar player that almost got it, didn't get it. Just a fuckload yeah, of guitars. Yeah, just a fuckload of guys. Yeah, it would be, you know, and you could probably have a revolving door at the yeah. other fucking one. But yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, he didn't come up with a name for it. No. The uh, Blizzard of Nas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to go or? Yeah. I got two more real ones. I got two more real ones. I had one extra stupid joke one that I didn't write down. Okay. But it was just a stupid joke and I was just going to call it a... Uh, Iron Priest, and it's literally just Iron Maiden and Judas Priest, oh, okay. and they got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah whoever can make it, mm-hmm. right? And it, yeah, including Glenn. Uh, all right. So for my next serious one, uh, it's going to be Dio on vocals, okay, with Ingve on guitar. Oh shit. Billy Sheehan on bass. Oh, shit. Mike Portnoy on drums, and John Lord on keyboards. And I'm calling it The Throne. Nice. Because like each it. one of those dudes has a legitimate claim at being the greatest. The dude. You know? So, yeah, that would be a fucking... And, and it, it, it would last one tour. Yeah. But, fuck, it would be a fucking hell of a tour. So, uh, that, remi- that kind of leads me to my next real one. I'll let you see if you can guess this one, but if you want. So on bass is Billy Sheehan. Okay. <laughs> on guitar, Joe Satriani. Ooh. On drums, Neil Peart. Ooh. And then on keyboards, uh, Jens Johansson from Stradivarius. Right. Um, they're going to be all instrumental. So right. So no singing. Right. And I'll let you maybe think of, think what you would want. Okay, what, what was it? Who, uh, who, who was the first dude in it? Billy Sheehan, okay. Satriani, Satriani. Okay. and then Jen Johansson of Stradivarius. Okay. Uh, what did I call that? Um, music major is what I would call it. <laughs> I decided I'm calling that one Technical Ecstasy. Technical Ecstasy. That's good. That's a good one. I like that. All right. For my very last uh, real band, I mean uh, real uh, fantasy band, I'm having Blackmore because, of course, you have to have Blackmore in one of these fucking bands. And I'm having uh, Geezer Butler on bass, John Bonham on drums, Derek Sherinian on keyboards, and Jeff Tate on vocals. Okay. And I'm calling it Prism. Interesting. Prism. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar to my last band, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vocals, Ronnie James Dio. Okay. Lead guitar, Richie Blackmore. Oh, shit. Rhythm guitar slash dual lead, Tony Iommi. Oh, wow. Bass, Geezer Butler. Drums, Cozy Powell. Oh, wow. Keyboard, John Lord. Oh, wow. Purple Rainbow Sherbet Sabbath. 
Some shit like that. Deep Black Rainbow. A deep Black Rainbow. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a band, man. That's, uh, that was my first one I came up with, too. Right. But I figured they... Ours really kind of mirrored each other a lot. We kind of had the same fucking ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So... So that band, there'd, there'd be some good albums on that, on on those bands. Even the fuck-ups. Oh, there would be... Going by my... Going by my three real ones I picked, there would be a total of three great albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would last one album and oh, one yeah. tour for Bad Everyone. Oh, yeah. 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 But then they could, we could, like, yeah. reform them out of these guys. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I wanted to try to see if I could fit David Coverdale into something, but I just couldn't find it. Yeah. He would actually fit in almost any of these bands. Yeah. But probably wouldn't be the first guy. So, yeah. 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 That'd be like if uh, Resurrected Dio was sick, he could be in Deep Black Rainbow. Right, for sure. Deep for Black sure. Rainbow Snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that would be funny just have Glenn Hughes in that band just for backing vocals right. and tambourine or something. <laughs> you don't get to play bass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> your favorite, your favorite. Uh, you, get, you play singer. bongos like Ian Gillen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You know, fucking, uh, oh man, that, that fucking makes me fucking, that thing, I watched it because we were reading about it, the the time Richie melted down, mm-hmm. the one of many, yeah, which always happens to be around the time that they're about to film something, yeah. you know, like the, what, the, that, uh, the California Jam, the California Jam, the one with the, with Dio in Germany, yeah, where that was he, the day after he got arrested yeah. for for. So he was talking fuck. shit about Berlin or something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I watched that that video, and it's a trip, man. Because, like, first of all, they everybody talks during it, except for Richie. Like they yeah. they cut to people talking about like, well, you know, what you know, like. Uh, like um, Roger Glover's, like yeah, man. You know they were talking about nostalgia, but nah, we're this band is kicking on all cylinders. Everybody's whatever, whatever. He goes, I mean, we were, yeah, <laughs> until that day, you know, whatever. But um, and then it just cuts to Richie sitting yeah, quiet. Yeah, well, <laughs> and so Richie, so basically, I guess what it looked like was Richie said he wasn't gonna play, mm-hmm. right. And they were just like, you're going to play. You fucking, we're here. We're all here. Of course, you're going to fucking play. So they just start, right? And they go out there, and he's not out there. Oh, and it's And it's a long intro to the song, and, like, it misses one verse, and then, and then he comes out. Yeah. Right? And then he comes out, and he's just like, Really, just bullshitting. Yeah, it's like you ever want to you ever want to hear Highway Star, but it's all keyboards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and so and so he's just. But that's when you fucking realize that even like just him just like noodling around mm-hmm. is still fucking awesome, yeah. you know. And um, and they're looking like they're they're watching to see what he's gonna do because, like you know, most of the time when it's his turn in the song to fucking. It, he he goes off yeah for who knows how long he was just doing like two bars oh, tossing it off like you know like 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 he was playing hacky sack but he was only one touching yeah just you know passing it off whatever 
And they were just looking at him like, what the fuck? And then he disappears again. Oh, God. For a while. And then he comes back. And the fucking funny thing was, he had this guitar that was that had a a, a rig for a, a a synthesizer pickup, yeah. right? Which he, I'd never known him to play one of those ever before, and but he was experimenting with it for that tour or whatever. But he played that guitar the whole gig, which he never plays one guitar the whole gig. Yeah, and he also with with those guitars like the tremolo doesn't track on that pickup or whatever. Yeah. So he didn't touch the tremolo for the whole show, huh. right? Since he only played that guitar. And there is no spotlight solo. I don't know if he didn't do one or if they just didn't tape it or they just didn't put it on there. He didn't break the guitar. He didn't do any of that shit, you know? <sighs> so it was like a fucking, like a drag for whoever was there, yeah. you know? And and not fucking knowing why or whatever. Yeah. So I got I came away with that from just thinking... Wow, man, Richie must have been a dick a lot of times. Yeah. You know, and also, on the other hand, even when he's not into it, even when he's not fucking really trying or whatever, he's still fucking brilliant. Dude. Yeah. And that's fucking, that must have pissed them off, like, even more. The fact than, that he's you know, half-assed and yeah, still and still killing, sick. yeah. But, yeah, so anyways, anyways, that goes with that. And yeah. that's... So that's from, that was from uh, 80, no, 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 93, 94. Okay. So that's. That was after they done like House of the Blue Light. Right. Like, the Battle Rages on or something Yeah, it was the reunion reunion or whatever. But then, um, but then it just fell apart. Yeah. And then oh. Satriani joined the band like a couple of weeks after that. Yeah. That yeah. was a weird thing. And yeah. Satch joined Deep Purple and then yeah. they offered him like the full-time gig. Right. And he was like, nah, I can't. But I mean, just, just think of, of how like, I mean, you know, obviously he's a, that's what he's a teacher for a reason. Yeah. But to think, oh, oh yeah. Like the entire fucking Deep Purple set list. Yeah. I, I could do it next week. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Fucking shit, dude. That's fucking insane. Some people have to, man. When uh, when uh, Jason Newstead got hired for Metallica, mm-hmm. he had to learn their set list on bass and be ready to go yeah. in a week or two. Yeah. But all right, yeah. so we got one more segment for this episode, and You're right. the last of the year and of the decade of the decade. So uh, we thought it'd be fun to just kind of rattle off. Um, like our, I put my top five, like our fa- some of our favorite albums, um, of the decade of the, the right. you know, 2010 to 2019, and you know, it's I think overall it was a pretty, it's a decent uh, metal's kind of coming back. It's a decent decade, yeah. Because honestly, if you looked at the 2000s, it was all that like new metal bullshit mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of bands that were more traditional metal that were coming up. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, Avenged Sevenfold came out around that time period. Mm-hmm. And they're a little more on the traditional side. You had right. bands like The Sword popping up. Right. But it was a lot of new metal and shit like that. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot more solid, just straightforward metal. Mm-hmm. From yeah. this past decade that you could really sink your teeth into. From newer bands, from older bands, putting out some cool shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to go back and forth, or you just want to well, do our list? Or... I'll give you my I'll give you my uh, my little synopsis too, because whenever we do these things, I always look online and see what people are fucking saying. You There's know, a lot about... of death metal on that. Show. Yeah, and and, and the <laughs> and thing about metal. it for me is that is 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 a lot of fucking growly vocals and shit. Yeah, which kind of fucking throws me off already. So like. Like Lacuna Coil or Arch Enemy or fucking Behemoth, yeah. It's just like, ugh, you know, for like a for there's a couple of bands that like um, like Sabaton, uh, Gojira, where the the vocals are they're growly but they're kind of you can they're clear they're more clear yeah. And for a band like like uh, Monomarth, I can overlook yeah because they're so sick. You know, but but most of the time, I tend to like you know the ones that are more. I like clean vocals too. Yeah, <laughs> style. So you know, so out of the like those, you know, uh, triviums okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Avenged Sevenfold's okay. You know, yeah. I like I like that kind of shit. I, there's like other bands that I don't really get, like Bring Me the Horizon or some shit, and they're like yeah. so soft. I don't really see they don't see them as a like, as a metal band. Yeah, like, you know? that's metal. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. really stretching the definition. Right, but but for, and then and then for 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 like the last newer bands that I do really dig, I, I'm like I might as well just subscribe to the Mike Portnoy channel because <laughs> like I like all his bands. You yeah. know, I like Winery Dogs. I like Sons of Apollo. He's got a new one called Flying Colors. I like them. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, th- so, and then outside of that, well, you go ahead and start listing your records. I'll just and... do. Well, I I think I'll just rattle off mine, and maybe we can. I'll I'll say one, and then you can add something if you listen to it. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, I have one honorable mention on it, and I went with um. The uh the sword uh, high country that was their 2015 album. I dug their older albums a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one trended a little bit more towards hard rock. Mm-hmm. 
than straight up metal to the point like a lot of people like a lot of hardcore fans complained about it because it didn't sound like the same uh same shit they'd been doing it had more of a 70s hard rock feel to it but i still dug it it was cool um so that was my honorable mention but uh my number five of the decade is uh the uh, paul bearer sorrow and extinction that came out in 2012 Really fucking cool doom metal band. I sent you some of their shit before. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's definitely a band that you kind of put on in the background and chill. Because mm-hmm. it's all doomy riffs and it's very atmospheric. Right. It's not super in your face, but I don't know. I fuck it. That's the first thing I heard from them. It got me into them immediately. Right. So I've been listening to them ever since. Cool. All right. Uh... The way that I the way that I put it is because most of these are they're new albums from old bands. Yeah. So I just kind of put the th- things that I think that you should have. Yeah. That you should listen to and um, and be able to reference. Yeah. You know, maybe if you like these bands but you haven't checked out their new their shit, new shit or you're whatever. All about the old shit. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it before, but Firepower from Priest is one of the sickest Fuck albums yeah. to come out for a while. So, so yeah, um, and, and, uh, I, I mean, I, I think it's, it still shows that they're, that they can still produce fucking top notch shit, you know, regardless of, uh, who's not, you know, performing at the top of their game anymore or whatever it is, they make it work so, to the fullest. uh, spoiler alert, that kind of fucked it up for me because I was trying to go on my order... Uh, Firepower is actually my number one album of the decade. Oh, shit. <laughs> that shit fucking grew on me real quick, yeah, dude. Man. There's some sick riffs on that. Every It just sounds... Uh, the other albums they did before that, since Halford came back, were mm-hmm. all really good. Mm-hmm. Firepower was the first one that sounded like a real continuation um, of Painkiller. Right. Like, it sounded like the next step... In totally. that evolution, and it's just from the fucking get go. The song "Firepower" just yeah. it has everything you love in that later period of Priest, right. where it's heavy. Rob sounds great. It has like a melodic uh, solo in it. Like totally. the whole, the whole fuck, and the whole album itself is just. There's not a weak track on mm-hmm. it in my mind. talked about that when we talked about our priest ones it made the list of one of my favorite priest records right so i ended up falling in love with that one hell yeah okay 
So since okay, we both did one. So since since uh, you know, for I put Maiden Book of Souls on here, uh-huh. and it's for the same reason as going to see them because like last night I was watching uh, put on uh, Maiden England. It's a Maiden live in '88, and they're playing like a lot of shit from fucking Seven Son of a Seven Son, and uh, and shortly there before right. Uh, they played The Prisoner, all kinds of shit. And I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, obviously, this is the them at the top of their game. Yeah. They're young, and they're fucking whatever, whatever. But they're not necessarily a greater band than they have now. And the reason I say that is because they were fucking, like, far more energetic and exuberant and all yeah. that right but they weren't as precise as they are now yeah they're a lot more precise now and then bruce had pipes for a million years but then he that would also kind of make him exaggerate everything yeah. you know so now he doesn't really do that he like because he doesn't have He's notes gotta... to waste you know? Yeah, he's got to hone, rein it in a little yeah, bit more exactly. and use them effectively. And I kind of like that better in some ways. Yeah. So I think that it, that also shows in the studio, you yeah. know. And and they're just, I mean, it, put it this way. I love Maiden, but if they were slipping, I would be the first to say yeah. so. And I just, I don't see it. Well, yeah, no, they're, it's definitely that kind of case with some of these bands. They get a little older. And yeah, they're not running around the stage yeah. anymore. Luckily, a lot of them, that's, their stage show didn't rely on that. Right. Um, Bruce still runs the fuck Bruce around, runs, but, yeah. But uh, it's basically, they're, they might not be all over the place, but, you know, when you're a band like Maiden, you've been like one of the top dogs for 30, almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um you just get better as a band. Right. Like, when you play with the same people for that long, you just get that more in tune, and you just become... Everybody becomes better uh, musicians and this and that. So maybe you might not be writing as inspired shit as you did when you were 20, mm-hmm. but you can probably play that shit that you came up with when you were 20 better than you did when you were 20. Right. So it's like the live show where it might lose a slight step on the overall energy just everything like nobody's guitar got old you know no that's how i always describe that with them older guitars guitarists that the the guitar didn't get old right (laughs) right so
so my uh, my next one, my number four, I was picking was uh, a 2016 album from Amon Amarth, uh, Jom's Viking. Yes. Um, I have that on mine. It's a just a fucking sick album. I haven't <sighs> listened to their newest one all the way through yet that just came out like this year. Yeah. I'm sure it's just as good. Right. I haven't heard a, an Amon Amar thing I haven't liked. Yeah. But this is the one of this decade I've listened to the most. See, with them, like, I like watching them. So I've been watching, like, they they're, uh, they got uh, shows online from, like, Glastonbury and uh, and uh, Vakin and those kind of big, big shows. And they're they're just fucking badass, dude. They're like fucking, they're like Viking. They're like if Maiden was Vikings, yeah, or, you know, or something. <laughs> it's fucking. I dig it, man. They're pretty badass. Oh, I love the fact too that as crazy as they come off and they have the growly vocals, but you can tell what he's saying mm-hmm. is a plus. Mm-hmm. But they still have that melodic ability too. Where yeah. The they have some melodies in the fucking guitar, and right? Shit like totally. That. So it's a good counterpoint. Yeah. Yeah. So they're a lot more technically proficient. Yeah. Than you would think a band of. Oh, Vikings they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. it's a, yeah. They're so clean, for sure. I'm going to do, uh, it's a, like a twofer, because okay. it's uh, basically the last two Queensryche records. Okay. Because, um, to me, it's like, it's almost like a band that's reborn, you know? Yeah. And so it's an old band, but they're really not, uh, they're not acting like an old band. And they're like, they're about to come again, and it'll be like the fourth time that they come here in like, in like two, three yeah. years. Because I've seen them three times in like the last yeah. three years. So it's like they're fucking, they're active. They're out there. Yeah. And they got, they're going to have John 5 opening this time. Oh, sick. It's going to be fucking crazy. Uh, and yeah, man, I love their new shit. 
it's like the old shit. It's like when, it's like literally when what you wish a lot of bands would do, yeah. you know, and what fucking there's so many somebody in the crowd going play some old shit. Yeah, that's what they're doing, man, and and it, it's exactly what yeah. I wanted, so I'm happy. Sound like Queen of the Right. Yeah, all of your songs. All your songs. Don't. But it's go that's far. what it, that's the thing, man. Some you don't always see a band get fucking straight up rejuvenated by a new singer. No, especially a sound alike singer. Yeah, but it's like they did as this sound alike singer, and then also said, "Well, let's just fucking play heavy shit." Again yeah, exactly, with this dude, and sound like those first couple records yeah. we did because a lot of people missed that. Yeah. Most people, most yeah. people missed it. Okay, and there's, I'm, there's probably some out there that got really into the more proggy shit. Yeah, well, and, that, well, and you know what? And that already was had appeared by the third record. You know, there yeah. was already like some weird shit in there, for me. So I got a couple more left. Uh, my number three, it's going to be funny because now my list has to end at number two because mm-hmm. I already talked about my number one. Uh, my number three is kind of a gimme for me, but it's uh, Metallica, Hardwired, Hardwired to Self-Destruct, 2016. Right. Um, I just thought it was a really good return to form for Metallica, um, especially since, like, uh, Death Magnetic came out in, like, 2008 or mm-hmm. 2009 mm-hmm. so they went a long time between albums this time if you don't count that fucking weird ass collaboration they did in between which i don't right yeah <laughs> no um it just there's some i mean there's a couple of filler tracks on there but the high points of that album were so fucking good the sound sounded great. Mm-hmm. It had better mixing than the last one they did. And, you know, the last track, Spit Out the Bone, on that was as good as anything they've ever done. Like, that was Metallica fucking proving they could still melt your fucking face off. Fuck yeah. Because that song just, it's, that song sounds like they took, like, 
a million riffs that they were trying to figure out what to do with and found a way to put it in one song. Mm-hmm. And it has like killer riffs. It has a sick little bass solo in it. Um, you got a fucking Kirk Hammett melting your face with mm-hmm. a solo that didn't make excessive use of his fucking wah pedal. Right. <laughs> like right. it was just had to... And he's back he's back to uh to how he used to play. Yeah. Because he was off for for a while. I Not think 100%. Yeah, I think the black album broke him for a little bit. Yeah. Because he just got real into using his pedal and everything else mm-hmm. with those types of solos. He didn't have those clean solos that he mm-hmm. he had on those records before and He's still fucking a little wanky when it comes to that, but yeah, it's still though. He's very clean. He's precise. When we saw them live, right. he sounded great. Yeah. Um, hopefully, there wasn't any backing tracks fixing that. But I don't think so. It didn't seem like it to me. But uh, yeah. All right. Um, that was your last one, or you have, I one, have more? one more? After okay, that. you have one more. All right. I uh, I'm gonna go with fucking uh. I have two on here, which, you know, check out Anthrax for All Kings. It's a great record. Um, uh, it seems like a lot of people don't pay that much attention to Anthrax anymore. But they're fucking, they're a sick band. And uh, and I love the singer. I love uh, Scott Ian as a rhythm player. I like some of their guitar players that they had before better than the dude that they have now. Yeah. But what is what it is. But I like that. Sons of Apollo, Psychotic Symphony. Nice. It's a fucking... They, you can't do better than the band that they have. Yeah. You know? Fucking Bumblefoot's a fucking sick motherfucker. Fucking um, Portnoy, sick. Fucking Sherinian, sick. It, uh, and, and Jeff Scott Soto, which Jeff yeah. Scott Soto is hit or miss, but... We've, we all know my feelings on Jeff Scott Soto. Right. But, <laughs> but like, let me put it to you this way. If you were going to, say, take Sons of Apollo and then uh, compare them to, say, um, Dream Theater, uh-huh. right? Jeff Scott Soto's better than the dude from Dream Theater. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. So, it, so and, and with, and it's almost as if, like, there's so little 
competition in that lane anymore. Yeah. That it's almost like, well, who do you got? You know, yeah. All right, fucking send them, you know? So, and I like Jessica Soto. I, I have, a, like, maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe. Yeah, but. I don't even like the, the stuff that he that he's supposedly really good on all that yeah. much, to be perfectly honest. But, hey, everybody. But check it out. Check out that, that record. I'll and, check it out. And okay. just, uh, <laughs> and, and you'll just, I mean, there's so much to listen to that you'll trip out. It might be too much. It's, like, too much for some people, but, it, you know, whatever. Uh, I, I dig it. And then an uh, honorable mention, just because I was listening to it the other day and me and Lonnie agreed that it's, that it sounds great. It has, it's a great sounding record, but it just doesn't sound the way that the band should sound. Okay. And that's, um, 13 by, with Sabbath. Yeah. It just has so many layers and so many... It's a cool record. You know, yeah, Sabbath's meant to to be recorded flat. Yeah, just you know, four dudes in your fucking face, yeah. not fucking weaving in and out yeah. of fucking weird shit. Um, unless you're gonna do some weird shit yeah. like the technical ecstasy days or whatever, yeah. but not just a straightforward band recorded all weird. Yeah, you know, um, and then they. We, they have they have a couple of weird things. It's like um, it's almost like uh, there's cool riffs and cool vocal lines, and Ozzy sounds great on it. Yeah, which is a trip. But uh, there's also like that one song that's like, okay, let's just uh, do a Planet Caravan type of song. Yeah, or well, you know, a lot of them are. Let's do. Let let's do a song that sounds like Planet Caravan. Yeah. Let's do a song that sounds like Black Sabbath. Yeah. Let's yeah. do a song that sounds like Hole in the Sky. Right. Uh, like they're all derivative of other better Sabbath songs. Exactly. Which is why I like it. But when I listen to the Heaven and Hell, the Double You Know. Yeah. I like that more. Right. Because it sounds more, more authentic more fresh. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. So all those right. are mine.
All right, my last one, which was supposed to be my number two, I'm going with uh, Opus Eponymous by Ghost. Okay, Ghost. 2010. I thought that was a cool way to kick off the decade. Yeah. I got, that's their first record. Right. It got me super into them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the last time I've gotten really into a newer band. Right. Like these other, like Paul Bear, I got pretty into and stuff like that, but I think Ghost is the last one that I was like, oh, I need to really fucking follow this band, mm-hmm. where I was telling everyone, check out this band. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of funny, because now you get a lot of metal purists that are like, oh, fuck Ghost. Yeah. It's a gimmick band. Right, right. But you know what? Is it a gimmick? Sure. Yeah. But... But it's a, a lot fucking, of shit is. It's a fucking good gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I admit... I'm easily swayed by theatrics. Right. It's why I fucking like Kiss yeah. and shit like that. But when you have a rat as fuck stage show like that and you have a cool concept right. that transfers to stage like that, right. it's really cool. And when we went and saw them when they're in San Diego when we had like an evening of ghosts, ghost, yeah. you get the full context of right. this whole thing. And it's just a really cool, fun show. Everybody's having a good time. And the you band know what, sounds fucking tight and clean. And yeah. you know what about them is that when we saw them, I liked it even though I didn't know the songs. Yeah. So that's a good sign because yeah. that means if I would have known the songs, I would have really, really dug it. Yeah. You know? And that was the same thing that I actually got the other day because uh, 
uh, one of the homies, Juan Carlos uh, from Spain, he he uh, went and saw King Diamond. Yeah, and he was uh, talking about um, this DVD that from that the newest DVD or whatever. So I checked it out, and uh, I was like, "Man, I wish I would have saw this a while back." Yeah, and then fucking like checked out all the songs for a while, and then went and saw them. Yeah, because it was a cool ass show. That DVD is a cool ass show, yeah. but I don't know those songs. Yeah. you know, so it was like. Whatever, but it was it was cool. He sounded good. He's got a chick that sings with him on all the high parts, ah. you know. But she's not hidden or nothing. She's yeah. right there, you know. And and he still hits him. You could hear him, yeah. but she's there like to add some power to those yeah. notes so it doesn't fall off any. And yeah, man. I mean, if you like King Diamond, definitely check out that that new DVD that he has out. And, and see him live because it's still a kick-ass show. All right. Yep. And he's got fucking sick guitar players. Hell yeah. Like, I don't know their names. Some fucking Scandinavian, I'm sure. Some but guys. Yeah. A lot of umlauts. Yeah, badass dudes, <laughs> though. All right. So that has been our episode. Last of the year. Last of the year. Last of the name. Last of... Um, the albums and the fantasy bands that we yeah. fucking dig. So yeah, we're gonna be taking a little bit of a hiatus because right. you know we got Christmas coming up, the right. New Year's. I'm having surgery, yeah. so I'm gonna be uh, laid up, laid up for a couple weeks after right. that. But if uh, my recovery good goes as well as the doctor's predicting, I should be able to get back to at least doing this pretty. Right. Pretty soon. Yeah. All I got to do is sit in a fucking chair. Yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to fucking, I'm going to send you all the fucking videos so you can yeah. fucking research and fucking check <laughs> some fucking shit out because yeah, but look at the game tape, baby. All right. all right. So that's it for this episode. Until the next one, this is me, Big Frog. Me, Mike Castleberry. And we are out. All right. Um, Bomba dida, 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 dida, bomba dida, bomba dida, bomba dida, the clouds when we're together just sing a song and think about sunny weather happy trails to you till we meet